In South Espanol for our holidays, Marbella is where we spend our days chilling out nice and relaxing all cool, throwing American football right by the pool when this really weird guy, he was on holiday alone, started greeting about his beekeeping dad and tried to drug her tequila. It was a truly damner experience. <laughs> <laughs> did you write that yourself? I did, well, I did, that. That's fucking right. <laughs> We're back from holidays. All tanned. All tanned. Not like sexy as fuck. I, I, I roll myself up every night, just stand in front of the mirror and just like, you know that um, boom, dum, 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 dum. I just knock myself in the mirror and be like, pulling posies and that, you know. I look at myself in the mirror and hate myself more and more every day. Just why I've been going to the gym. <laughs> uh, what did you did you enjoy all this, Scott? I loved my holiday. Yeah, it was really good. Did you uh, enjoy it? Yeah, the company was shit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're back. We're going to talk about the movie Dahmer from 2002 with Jeremy Renner. All about Jeffrey Dahmer. The beloved Jeffrey Dahmer. Seems like a nice guy when you see him talking. I've, uh, I've got a lot of sympathy for him. <laughs> Maybe he shouldn't have murdered 17 boys and raped them and ate them. Oh, or maybe you should have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know the circumstances. You know, it may have been like that guy, German guy who asked for it. Remember who, who literally asked for it? Yeah. Was it on Craigslist or something? Sure. Like Let me see you eating my legs. Would you ever do that? What the fuck? Eat somebody or get somebody to eat me? Oh, what is that? A different answer for one versus the other? Well, I'd rather eat somebody than get somebody to eat me. Mm. I, it would probably just taste like chicken. Pork, apparently. See, if you ask is a fireman, pork? a burning body, or smell like pork. I smell like pork, but it doesn't really taste like pork. I think we're closest to pork though, we're not. Are we? Mm-hmm. What does monkey taste like? Beef. No. Uh, <laughs> I could probably eat somebody. It's like, you know how when the horse meat scandal happened, and then they say to you, oh, everybody's going, oh, fucking holy shit, there's horse meat in it, and I'll be like, so what? I went to Iceland, and the nicest steak I've ever had in my entire life was in Iceland, and it was horse. No. And they told me it was horse. And I did not kill a fuck. And would you eat snake meat? Uh, no, but I drink snake blood. Because it's meant to be like, give me virility. Aye. So that's all those fucking ancient Chinese medicines. You know, see the Chinese act- actress that decided not to have chemo and, and, uh, and, really, and except to have uh, cupping and acupuncture and then she died? Well, so I think anyway. sometimes it works. Maybe it just didn't work for her. The cupping and, and acupuncture never works. <laughs> if you eat tiger penis every morning, your penis gets bigger. I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> the Dahmer movie. Right, I've, I've got... This is just notes as, as normal as I, as I take for this movie, so I'm just going to read through them, right, and see if you agree as it goes. So at the start, right... You say first, directed by David Jacobson. Who... who is, I don't know what else he does. <laughs> and it's also got Bruce Davison, who's a very good actor, and is in fucking everything. Who's he that? plays J, Jeffrey's dad. Lang. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, so, now, continue. Yeah. Uh, my first note is, would you let a guy take pictures of you for a pair of shoes? Probably. Is that what it would take, just a pair of shoes? I don't really... Look, I wear one pair of boots. Yeah, I don't really have shoes in there. What would it take for some some creepy guy to say, I want to take some naked pictures of you? Or not naked, to begin with, like, underwear pictures or something. What would, what would it take? A camera and a couple of ciders. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so he just needs to have the equipment to take the pictures. That's, <laughs> all, that's the only stipulation. It's always a good camera because it'd probably wind me up if he was taking it with some shitty Polaroid. So I can take some pictures of you. Yeah, let's go. I, what the fuck are you using? I'm just, sitting there just posing in my pants, man, pulling some, singing the songs. Don't look at my bum. He's like covered oil. Cut, drawing a wee cardboard box. He's going. You just like, no, you know what I mean? That's it. No, I, actually, for the Polaroid, I'd like the commitment because Polaroid film now is like fucking four quid a picture. So if he's going to take loads of Polaroids when he could, it's going to cost him like fucking 60 quid in film. You always know it's seedy as fuck when it's Polaroid on it. It's right. the ones that just go in like a briefcase next to like the pay, the hairs and the samples of your blood and that. It feels Jizz. like gritty snuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I ain't going to take much, Steve. take much. Let a man take photos of me. Good, because I've actually got a camera with me. Part of that. I'll right. show you my tiger book. <laughs> <laughs> DIY lobotomies, right? Creating zombie sex slaves, would that be possible? Scientifically, or what do I think? Well, because he actually did try it, and that's where this movie starts. He's got a guy in, in the bedroom that he, he drills into his head, that's where this movie starts, and it didn't work, did it work for him? It didn't work. Well, as you see in the movie, the guy then does break out into the street. See, that, that's the movie though, isn't it? Aye, in real life, I think he killed him every time. Pretty much. He <laughs> got a couple of minutes and then did. He drilled in and then injected hydrochloric acid, which, as we talked about earlier, you said would probably just kill because yeah. surely it would just dissolve the brain so you don't even get enough time for a quick blowjob or nothing but he was getting he was wanting blowjobs for like skulls and that anyway so I don't think it really mattered mm. I just don't understand why he didn't just stick his dick in a hoover <laughs> probably fight back you can, you can get those, um, those those sophisticated sex dolls and I want to see the one that's in, that's in like Japan and it's just like the wee thing you just stick a dick in it and you're just standing and like, waiting for the chub <laughs> subway train <and> that. <laughs> they cost a fucking fortune equivalent of £10 for a, a sex doll? Just because... No, no, no. I oh, your own sex doll is like, like two grand, but to use like a communal sex... Plus shipping's like, like $80. Mm. I mean, they always they get, they, get you, they get you in the shipping. Always, and obviously when the postman comes and says, hey, you've got <laughs> import. This is this, 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 uh, sex doll. You get import, what is it? Doesn't matter, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to leave it with the neighbour because you're going, no, 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 no I'll, I'll come home, I'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> right, where are we? Uh, so w- would they work? I don't know. So I think well, I think like in the real life situation, they, they, it was that they didn't work because in the movie, right? So he, he drills into the one guy's head, the kind of Asian guy's head, who who escapes and then he takes back to the house and whatever. But he's also there's also a black guy lying in his bed who's lying in the bed for the whole pretty much time yeah, of the movie. Dead. So is he is he dead? Yeah. Right. The movie kind of comes in. All all the victims in the movie are all fictional. Like some of them have get characteristics of the real victims right but because it doesn't want to kind of glamorise it or exploit it it's all fictional right. people like he didn't meet a Filipino boy in the shoe shop and take him right. take him home but the movie kind of comes in after he's already been to the army and after he's already started killing the movie kind of jumps because it in. jumps to him in the house with his, his, his grand. grand's house and that's his dad wants to see in the old toolbox and then he's got Which, a head in it which his gran, he moves in with his gran once he comes back from the army. And I'm pretty sure his first kill was, his first kill was before it was the army. His first, well, I read, that's one thing I read this morning before I came over here. That the, the, his first kill was uh, when he was 18 and he picked up a hitchhiker. It was right after they graduated. If you read the comic. Oh, also, what we're going to talk about is the graphic novel, My Friend Dama by Derf Backderf. Which sounds like such a fucking fake name. <laughs> it sounds like Derf Backderf. <laughs> See that? That's so fitting. And we'll get into why that, <laughs> that impression is fitting. Uh, who was actually a friend of Dammers at school. Well, 
a loose friend and then he was just giving this... up his loose asshole all the time down there just pumping his loose asshole you know nightly it's like oh durf back durf oh in the back durf durf you know none of that is true <laughs> but he was uh, friends him at school and then wrote this graphic novel which was all about like Dahmer kind of grown up and it's all based in fact and it's a, a lot very, of stuff that you've probably seen in high school and you think that he's weird as fuck and you're like well that actually makes sense every right? school has it yeah I, I might have been it you were the guy <laughs> So, but it's because um, because apparently the first guy that he picked up, he picked up as a hitchhiker, took him back to the house. They were drinking, and he wanted to leave. And then Dammer hit him over the head with a dumbbell and knocked him out. I think that bit killed him. And then I think it was in the morning after he stood over the body and jizzed on it. Yep. As you would. As of course you would. Beat it to death, son. Right in the movie. Yep. He goes to the knife shop, which is just like Victor Morris. I thought. Did no, you know? <laughs> Victor Morris. Victor Morris is a, was a, a knife shop in Glasgow, just up the street from where I lived at one point, uh, and it's and it just sold fucking knives and crossbows. You, you, you say knife shop. It had the, like we spoke about before. It had a fucking Klingon sword. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It had like medieval axes. It had basically anything you would need to kill. Anybody <laughs> in the most violent, brutal way. Perfect for that end of Glasgow where I stayed. I've got quotes here. I didn't know fish had chins. Now, I don't. Uh, I think this is when he's trying to sell him the knife and he's. And he's it's he's it. practiced a fishing knife. Uh, I don't know fish have got chins, to be honest. <laughs> right. Now, my next thing is, um, and I've got this in quotation marks because he must have, like, must be how he asked the questions, but why would you go drink some beers with a random guy you just met? Because that guy was kind of lonely and sensitive and you could tell he was gay yeah. aye he just I think he thought Damon was a big caring sensitive soul because mm. he comes across that way Jeremy yeah. Renner is fucking excellent in this in movie. that movie the black guy actually had a really good time because he doesn't get killed well did he? I can't no, remember no he did he gets killed at the end oh shit does he? oh no is he the one that escapes? Ah, he escapes aye yeah. well he's fucking lucky then aye <laughs> the fictional character yeah Um, I've written it in when they go to the bar uh, that was terrible drugged acting by, by it must be by Jeremy Renner must be I, I, I wouldn't accept that because I think so he's the maybe, best maybe, thing maybe, in this movie. but maybe it gets better because um, so he goes to this bar and they, well the guy's invited back to his flat goes to the, into this bar and then he says he'll wait outside and then you get a running montage of why he doesn't want to go in the bar because he yeah. used to go into this bar for years uh, drugging guys and shagging them in the toilets and I, but I'm asking why is he drugging these guys they'd probably be up for him sexy him but I think he was quite shy he couldn't he didn't really want to admit he was gay or didn't know how to accept it so he couldn't talk to him about it his idea was to drug them so he had full control of them mm. apparently in his interviews he always talked about how he was like when he was, if he was having sex where a guy hated them moving he hated the fact that like they could move and ruin something for him so that's why he then wanted to make these sex zombies as we all have at one time. Oh, I'd, I'd love six zombie. I've got a drill under my bed so that if I ever find out that you can properly lobotomise, somebody loves getting me. <laughs> <laughs> Says a lot about your future marriage. <laughs> um, is it true? I think this is true, isn't it? Because when, when he was drugging people in the bar, he accidentally drugged himself one time. I think and so. And that whole scene is true when, he, when he was out the game and he got chucked out the bar for it. He's just standing trying to pour it in. Yeah. <laughs> Which again, we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, I've drugged myself all the time. Right, <laughs> right what have I written here? Uh, invited him home for beers, gives him whiskey. 
I don't know why I wrote this. I think I might have been, I might have been drinking when I was watching this movie. If anyone for beers gives him whiskey, you better hope you fucking miss me if you see me drinking whiskey. <laughs> you are so drunk. The notes I wrote is each of those Polaroids is about three pound. But he skipped over. I think the more we research, like all these killers and shit, American police are fucking terrible at their job. Like when the boys walk in the streets and the black girls, like I guess try to hurt them. I don't think so, ma'am. He's fine. Aye. And they like, take the black girls away. It's like, oh, the guy's just drilled a hole through his head. But that is still um, the way it is. In America. Yeah. yeah. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Blue lives matter. Blue lives? Yeah, well, that's what people are starting to say for cops. Oh, they, they do, but come on. This and Gacy. You get the guy who's killed like, fucking 14 people in front of you. <laughs> the guy that's fucking nearly passed out. Surely you go, right? This guy keeps coming into our fucking our scopes. Let's actually investigate rather than just letting him go and killing more folk. You'd think so. You definitely think that more people should have been caught, but then that is also the beauty of hindsight. I mean, the eighties were a simpler time as well. So this is when he was doing it, wasn't it? The eighties. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't do any of this. Seventy-eight was his first kill, and then his last kill, I'm sure, was ninety-one. He was arrested in ninety-one right. or ninety-two. It's like, but I've seen you couldn't do any of that. I don't think you could do the same now. Like I think like serial killers are going to have to be like inventive this these day and ages. I mean nobody I don't nobody's just randomly got to just go smoke some weed or go drink some beers with random folk these days. Or um, is that just am I just more cautious? I think everyone's more cautious and also it's at the point now where there's cameras everywhere. See if you wanted to be a serial killer. Yeah. You'd have a hard fucking time doing it without being seen. Seen that, right? One time I went to the cat house and uh, I, when I still lived in that flat down that end of Glasgow when we, I came out. And I think, I can't remember who was with me, it was two two of the guys I used to hang about with for a wee while. And uh, this other guy that we met, and I remember calling him Scottish John James, if you remember, like there was Big Brother, was on the time, there was an Australian guy that was in Big Brother at one point, he was called John James. So I this guy kind of, well, this guy, this guy kind of looked him, looked like him. And we were just like, we were just talking and having a laugh and drinking whatever else, and it was like good banter. And I was like, I will come back, we'll get booze in my flat, we'll go back and drink. And we came outside the cat house, he goes, hold on a minute, I need to get my knife. He'd planted a, a, a pocket knife down like under the bridge at the bottom and circled back up and come up. And then see the next day, the two guys that I was like hanging about with as well, they had buggered off. I got up the next day and he's still in my living room. And I'm like, how the fuck am I going to get rid of this guy? Like I literally, and his knife was sitting there. I picked his knife up and put it away. And I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. And it was when I still lived with Scott, so he was working that day. And he's like, he's getting ready to go to work for back shift. He's like, what have we got today? I was like, I don't know. We need to leave this flat and he's still in there. See then. Bashed his head in and masturbated on his body. Jizzed all over his dead body. Sold him to Victor Morris. Dissolved him in acid and flushed him <laughs> in the toilet. <laughs> I can't believe you actually brought a guy back who had hidden a knife outside the cat house. I know, I was single back then, I don't know why I wasn't bringing girls back. Maybe that's because you were bringing street men with knives back. And now I completely understand why you were single. I mean, that was just that one time. You never even invited me back, I was your pal. You probably went had been home, I think. Yeah, I may have been. I, I may have been. It may have been the. It may have been the year that I was in the cat house every Friday, Saturday, Sunday for a whole year. So it may have been one of the nights that you would laugh. I'm not going back in there. The more you talk about it, the, the palace. More, <laughs> yeah, it's very, very true. The more you talk about it, the more your life scary resembles Dama's gay barfies. <laughs> we were just hanging about the cat house. In the corner, you've accidentally drugged yourself. <laughs> While the boys playing, and you're just staring at people holding your Jack Daniels and Coke. That's pretty much it. That's why people don't talk to me in there. <laughs> Just mean butterfly guy or it's a ladybug guy well, in the corner. Have you ever found Scottish John James again? No. So he's dead. He's dead, he's dead, yeah, come. <laughs> could you chop somebody up? Yep. I could, mean could, I don't know. Could you <laughs> <laughs> Could you could you like put a head in your fridge? 
because it wasn't in the movie but is like if you, you can google it and you can see the police photos of his actual fridge when they found his flat there's a head wrapped up in the fridge Practicality wise, I could put it in the fridge because me and Lena haven't done a shopping in like two weeks, so my fridge is fucking empty. <laughs> There's like half a pack of chopped pork and an old carton of milk. So, if there's any left, you can have some. So, you could fit a head in the fridge? I could fit a head in the fridge. Would but I want to? I don't know. Like, could you, so, could you imagine like a, like an arm or, or a head or body parts? And could you pick it up or would you just think, would it just be weird? I'd probably put it in the freezer because then. You're not getting the smell in the fridge. You'll still get the smell, mm. but no severed limbs can keep me out of you. Yeah, like I really, I probably could. It's like if right, so I chop somebody up and like strip all the steak off the, their ass and the back of their legs and stuff, and then <laughs> give it to you wrapped up like a couple of steaks. Would you put them in your fridge and eat them if they don't look like humans? Have you told me they're humans? No. Then I did. And it. yes, I've told you. Eh, uh, I'd probably. As a friend, I'd be like, right, I'll take them and hide them, but you've, you've got to speak to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> and then I'd probably forget a few days later and go, best steak ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so when he chops the guy up, right, I have to say that that's not a lot of blood for a full body. So the movie makers have dropped the ball Aye. and I don't buy it. That, that was something that really annoyed me. If you're going to do... It's actually the same as the Gacy film in kind of the same as Bundy it's very like they don't go into the killings it's like character orientated for the yeah for it's the, in the mind the, of the, the killer. killer so there's no go because uh, Jerry and Lena wanted to watch it earlier and I was like listen you don't actually see any killings yeah like, oh fuck I thought you would it's, like, it's not like Saw it's not it's not a gore fest it's meant to be psychological so they're not exploiting the victims they're yeah. not exploiting the families, it's so... Because that's what I thought of, of Gacy, I remember we were thinking, I thought it was like kind of cheap for the victims because it wasn't very fair on them. It always, we were on Gacy's side almost and to a point you're on Dama's side in this movie as well because he plays him well and because he was manipulative and charming. Aye, he's very... I mean, that's what his character was. And you feel like this guy's just damaged, this guy's just broken and you do feel sorry for him. And in the comic as well, as you read through it, you're like... I just feel fucking I mean, that, sorry for it's quite day. it's quite a lot to read. That looks. I mean, I know it's a comic. It's, it's no. I read, I read it in a night because it's a graphic novel. It's yeah. just I suppose you're reading. Yeah. Uh, maybe. <laughs> right. So he's chopped up this guy and he's driving his car away, right? And he obviously gets pulled over the poles. How much would you shite it if you had a car full of body parts and the police pull, police pulled you over? I don't think I'd pull over. I'd do an OJ Simpson thing. I'd put my on now and just keep driving and I ran out of fuel. Just let him chase me down, and eventually they catch me. I'm fucked. But if if they pulled over and then they came, I wouldn't I wouldn't risk that. I wouldn't let them take. But imagine you pulled over and he came and spoke to you and just said something like a tailgate, so you go, all right, okay, fair enough, and then you drive away. But I mean, if he comes over and says, "Let me look inside your car," then you hightail it when he's out his car. I think I'd say something stupid like, "I'll tell you why my tailgate's not out because I'm not that big <laughs> full of bodies." <laughs> And then do I kind of <laughs> because no see but see like, even when I'm driving with nothing see like I was driving uh, in the work span back for um, the supermarket and the police were up behind me I'm just sitting instantly I'm just like straight back ten and two <laughs> shit looking at everyone just thinking for some reason they're going to pull me over and it's probably not even traffic police the point I even bother I get three points last two weeks ago for being on the phone <laughs> and the guy pulled up next to me and I was on the phone just looked just at dropped me. it no I just I, right, I need to call you back and kind of move to the boy. Do you want me to pull over? <laughs> he's like, Aye. So alright. And then he comes and he's like, Oh, I take it wasn't that an important phone call. It's like, 
Mate, your idea and important phone call and my idea and important phone call are two different things. <laughs> English was important. No, uh, drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> not at all, mate. Not at all. <laughs> my pal gave me these steaks on it. <laughs> but no, I, I would, I'd shit myself. I think I would, I would spill the beans straight away. Panic. Right. Totally panic. I've not got the cool, calm demeanour to be a serial killer. Get everything else. Just, <laughs> I'm not cool, calm and collected enough to like get away with it. I would definitely not go away with it. I mean, I just I don't know how to understand how, like, y- your neighbours wouldn't see you or, you know, anything like that. People coming at your house and not leaving. If I have a dream and I hurt somebody in the dream, I wake up feeling fucking terrible about it. And all day I'm thinking, have I actually hurt that person? <laughs> so I can't do it in real life. I think I'm getting towards the end of the movie here in my notes, right? But I've got a couple of things. And one thing I've, I've wrote is just about his character. So in this movie, the only person to show him affection and actually wanted him, he tries to kill him. So like so he's got these guys in his flat that you see him, he's drilling into their heads and making like lobotomy zombies about and there's a potentially dead guy already in the in the bed. Mm-hmm. And he's drugging all these guys so he doesn't even need to speak to them, he's just like raping them in the in toilets. And then this guy that he brings back to the knife shop is showing an interest in him, likes him, and like wants to be real with him, and he kinda tries to kill him but doesn't, and then uh, chases him away and lets him get away. Well the the way he get caught was that one get away. Hmm. So I don't know if that's based Just to try and put kind of on that, yeah. that maybe he did then have a bit of empathy and he, he did have feelings for the person. Because in the... If you go on YouTube, if you're interested in the Stone Phillips interview, and it was like his first and last TV interview when he was in jail, it's about an hour and a half, and it's interviewing him with his dad and interviews with his mum. And Jeffrey Dahmer's so straightforward and he's like, I didn't see these guys as people it was just these folk were objects sex objects I just wanted to use them I wanted the control and it's only then after we went out of jail and kind of found God that he was like I now hold myself accountable somebody has to whereas before I like believe so strongly in evolution that we're here then we die and nothing else happens so I just I'm not using these people nothing's going to happen to me it doesn't matter I had my closest um believing in God moment in my whole life the other day uh, today actually really? in, in work yeah I was preparing the dinner and I was peeling tatties and I was like I was like I was like potatoes are fucking brilliant aren't they like I was just thinking like, I don't like potatoes but just the just the idea of them I was like these are brilliant they just grow in the ground and we can eat them I mean who discovered that I was like and then who I mean we, we didn't make them they just potatoes grew on their own and we can eat them to stay alive I mean how how crazy is that and I thought and then I thought that sounds like it's on purpose by God then I thought, no, that's just fucking stupid because I definitely know God. I went back to making the mashed tatties and got on it. How did you know it's not good? Maybe that is yeah, your that first is, epiphany. That's my first epiphany. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know how this is after the guy that he was like trying to court the whole movie, but the next note I've got is if the lobotomy didn't kill him, getting fisted through the knife wound in his stomach would. I don't remember this part of the movie, but. Oh, he, he went inside to try and see like, what his insides looked like. No. Because that's why he was doing it at first with animals and we'll go into all that after talk mm. about the movie. But uh, he wanted to see how they were made up. The next, I mean, all I've got left here is I mean, it's difficult to make serial killer movies focus on the life of the killer, especially if they were charming and manipulative. You start to sympathise with them, and it's it, I think it's an injustice yeah. to the victims. But like you said, if the victims in this movie were fictional. And in and in this movie, he didn't fully go into any of it because it says on the on the DVD case, um, cannibal. But in this movie, he didn't eat anybody. Yeah, it doesn't talk about the eating at all. No, 
and then it finishes off the movie just him walking away like with his thoughts into the woods whereas I wanted to see him getting killed in prison yeah but it's the movie it kind of miss it misses a lot it like everyone it floats on the surface you know, there's so much source material that kind of made the film like delve far deeper into because the guy's fucking fascinating or yeah. he's an animal and he's a bastard and whatever yeah. but he's fascinating that movie just fucking scratches not even the detail that they could go into and make it an interesting look into his fucking and his actual mind yeah which I think makes it really fall too flat like why even make it yeah. apart from Jeremy Renner being outstanding as Dano yeah he was the best yeah. the best thing in the movie I'd say but I just I don't know why they didn't I do know why they didn't go deeper into it as you say about the victims but is it then that you can only really make a a fascinating interesting movie about a killer if it's like like H.H. Holmes or something from like yeah like 100 years ago or Ed Gein someone well, who's not really got family and the victims like they, they have no immediate family left so but I mean like do you not like I mean these killings didn't they did exist they did happen these people were killed it, the, the facts and the, the details of the murders aren't hard to find if you look them up online so why isn't somebody just saying well just make the movie and then just put that um, whole any correspondence to people's living or dead is purely coincidental at the end of it but it wouldn't be coincidental if you're obviously if everybody knows based so on true so events and then that's that's it just change the names of everybody which that movie did but if it's went to the extent of doing that make fictional characters still show a bit of the brutality and a bit of the pervert like the perversions that he was into show you need to so that's be, actually that's the point isn't it because you would need to be the complete opposite end of the movie you need to be sitting following the victims as they go about their lives and then meeting Dammer because if because obviously we meet Dammer and follow him around and that's where you gain sympathy for him because you see him the whole way through uh, because you, you end up with a connection uh, to just Dammer yeah but I think what this movie did do well I don't want to slate it because it's not a bad movie it's just boring yeah but I thought the guy that plays the black guy from the knife shop was good because you actually get a bit of a relationship with him you feel sorry for him you feel a bit kind of sympathetic so if that was a real character I'd say they've done that well like if, we, if we, the real name if it was the real name it was the real person yeah. you do feel a bit oh shit I'm gutted that guy's dead I'm got, whereas obviously it's fictional yeah. and maybe a lot of the other ones were because I think like, some of them were the same as all the killers like homeless folk or male prostitutes uh, yeah, people who don't have yeah. families who I gave this movie five pairs of new shoes out of ten I said that it's definitely better than the Gacy one that we watched last last time but it's uh, it is also far from Renner's best movie but I mean he's, oh, he's in the Avengers so obviously it's, he's um, far from his best movie he's, I think he's brilliant as Dama like he looks like him and I think he's got after watching the interviews he's got all the mannerisms down to a T but it is it's such a it's not even a slow burn it's just slow it yeah. doesn't go anywhere there's no big payoff no uh, it's fun to watch it's like rent it or download it download and watch it, it, but it comes up on Netflix or something watch it but I don't go and seek it out yeah I don't bother but it was also non-exploitative which 
is maybe the, the most tasteful way to approach a movie about I such a politics. I suppose so, yeah. Because at least look, when the ones that are based on Ed Gein, so you've got Silence of the Lambs and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, they're based on it, so these these names aren't the same, these victims aren't the same, but his methods are maybe like similar. They can go as gory as fuck yeah. as they want. So, but, t- Dama, I didn't get round to watching any documentaries uh, on Dama, or I only read a wee bit, so my knowledge now of his actual crimes is <coughs> pretty limited. If you take that comic home... Well, do. Well, it, obviously, he was at school, he was a fucking loner, and his parents were, like, really always fucking arguing and really bitter towards each other, and his mum had, like, a decorator who had cerebral palsy, so... The decorated cerebral palsy? Yeah. So Dama... That was probably about to take like, maybe like three times as long as a normal decorator would Apparently the only thing I'd actually done was like... There was like a stool. Fucking trip uh, over the stool. It's <laughs> probably not what it was. <laughs> but Dama used to do an impression of him. And in the comic it's like... <laughs> and I, it's like really... What, the, the durf, durf for durf? Durf, 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 And do shit. So he then got this kind of group of pals in school that found this fucking hilarious that he would do... Like just do it in the library. And they find it funny as you do at high school, yeah. they find stupid shit like that funny. They keep doing it, and these were like his pals, but they weren't really his pals, it was more like, well, yeah, the yeah. Da- they, were, they called it the damnerisms, the shit he said. And then it's going through it, and it's saying like he then started drinking more and more, like like tanning like a six a six pack in like five minutes in the back of a car, like coming to school. That's what I do every morning. But apparently that was because he started to have these gay feelings and it was like he'd find roadkill oh, and take it home I was wondering what the roadkill thing cut was because I'd read about that but I didn't know I think he found a cat in the street took it home cut it open and he'd like basically put it in acid in a jar and he'd have them all labelled so there was guys that met him once and he took them out of his hut he's like oh these are the things I collect and they're like oh there's no way that's actually a raccoon and Dan got so wound up that they didn't believe him that he smashed it and then obviously this fucking Rotten corpse came out, and I started saying he was creepy, but then it was actually still after that. Some people were still his pal, so he started doing that, and then he started trying to get like dogs and cats off the street, like alive animals. One time, one time, my neighbour when I was about seven years old, there was a there was a dead cat in the back field, and he had to put a golf club in the blood spread in my mouth, and I'm still waiting for the disease to come. Oh, out. that's fucking horrid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did you do? Scrent that <laughs> like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to turn into like sp- like a Spider-Man version or like Catman, but it never happened. I've got the worst fucking dexterity okay. in the world. Okay. <laughs> balance. You just fall on your feet. The ability balance. to catch birds. Hmm. Not really the same as Spider-Man. No, it's not the same as Spider-Man at all. <laughs> yeah. But then done that and started having these feelings. He was watching. There's a jogger that kept running by his house, and he fancied him, and he kept watching him. It was all his sexual fantasies were: if I had a man lying here, at my complete control. And then he eventually waited in the bush with a baseball bat and was going to get the jogger and it was going to be his first kill. Or he was going to get him to turn him into a zombie and the jogger never appeared that day and he just left it and never tried again. And then, obviously then after school, like his parents get divorced, his mum left with his brother and went to Wisconsin and his dad moved into a motel. But like they didn't offer, the mum didn't offer Jeffrey to come, it was just like, oh I'm going, I need to be away from here. So left him in the house alone, which is then obviously when the voices, he already was fucked up and tried to stop the voices, is when he killed the hitchhiker. Mm-hmm. And then, then went to the army as a medic, he was stationed in Germany, where two people came out and said they 
like after obviously everything happened, is his dad had been raping them in the army, but they've never really been. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's ever been found if it was true or not. And then he came back, and then that's when he started. Uh, he was living with his gran, and then obviously the dad found the box. Yeah. Uh, with a head in it, but he didn't. Well, he found the box, and Je- Jeffrey went open it. Said it was gay porn. They left it the next day and it opened up and he managed to sneak out. I turned out of the head it. and that's when it all started going for there. But nobody had a fucking clue. And his parents and I still say like, no, there was nothing weird about him. But his classmates say he was a strange guy, but strange is yeah. like you get the strangers yeah but yeah exactly we've all we been thinking like a couple of folk from school who were strange and weird but you'd never yeah. think they've killed folk <laughs> but uh, so <clears throat> the, the end at the end it's like the joke about before he actually get found to a murderer they were joking going oh has anybody heard for Dahmer no like, oh, he's probably a serial killer now and it's like oh and we all laughed it's like two years after that well <laughs> nah he's a fucking serial killer I mean that's a good that's a <clears throat> fucking great story to tell in the pub isn't it aye there's all the ones like where the guy picks him up during the night. Uh, or he's driving, he sees somebody walking in the distance, uh, walking in the distance, walking in the dark. He said, you left home? And it's Dammer. He takes him home, Dammer's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to college, blah, blah. He's already, I'll see you after. And reverses at his drive, and then the cartoon kind of zooms into a strip. But it's like, and little did Mike know that at that time, right at the car next to him, in the boot, was the body of the hitchhiker, because it was just after the police had caught him. Right. It's all shit like that, you go, oh, I see this, fuck man, try to think about that. Like, I wonder if you've ever been in, like, a, no, probably not in a taxi, because taxis, you can turn up with, like, big pack, like, like suitcases and that, and you need to put them in the boot. But you wonder if you ever, like, in a taxi, like, that's, that's like, got a dead body in the boot. But it's probably unrealistic, like, a taxi where the last fairy tried to rape somebody in the back seat, and then they get away, and then he just comes and picks you up. Hey, where are you going tonight? Yeah, yeah, it's a taxi, it could be, because they're fucking bogging in the back of them. <laughs> <laughs> Very bogging. <laughs> Although, I can't imagine if it's 30 or 50 quid to clean up your sick. If you're sick in the back of a taxi, <laughs> what's the clean-up charge if you try to rape somebody? It depends um, if it's successful. <laughs> <laughs> or how... how uh, aye. Is it successful? Well, so I was like, is that the right word Is that the word? But yeah, some of this shit's fascinating. If you, the YouTube interviews are really good because the guy, he is kind of... He, he regrets it and he's like, I've got no words to say to the family. I don't know why I did it. I still don't know why I do it. Well, like, like you showed me a wee bit of the, the thing, the interviews there, and he is very mesmerising when he speaks. Like, you do watch him. Like, there's not, it's, it's not boring, it's not slow, it's not, he just kind of got away about his, his chat. But apparently, the, like, p- p- when people work with him, and, like, I can kind of relate, but not, not kind of fully, but, like, a lot of the even the prison guards just couldn't take to him because he was because they knew what he'd done and mm-hmm. the way that he walked about and held himself in, in prison stuff they just thought he was he was smarmy rather than charming and um, for him to, to to meet his demise like they they turned their, 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 turned their back and told the person that done it where to where and when to go that guy's still in jail now good he killed two kills he killed mm-hmm. Dammer and another one on the same day on the same day like, at the same time he beat both of them like with, ironically, a barbell, mm-hmm. like the pole from weights, and beat them over. So uh, to get to get beat to death, I think stabbed. No, who, no. who got stabbed? Didn't get stabbed to death in prison. Yeah, probably a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they get beat to death. Like the the guards left, and he came back. They could hardly recognise Dana. Right. 
because yeah. his face was bashed in so bad and then he died in the way to the hospital and then the other guy died like two days later. You think you're still alive? Do you feel the pain or do you pass out? It, it does say that they could hardly recognise him but he died in the way to the hospital. Surely if your face is caved in that much you're dead there. I and then think so. Because, because movies give you like give you an impression of how easy it is to kill somebody but in real life I think it's, it's, it can be tougher because people can live. People are strong. Some people are strong. Some people are strong. <laughs> Some people are weak. Those are the ones you prey on. Those are the ones. Those are the ones you stab. <laughs> we don't condone stabbing, please. No, don't I don't go, condone stabbing. Please don't get and stab, and then when the police say why, you say, "Oh, Scott and Liam yeah. told us no, to do it." No stabbing. Wink, wink. <laughs> it's like stabbing folks. <laughs> you can do it really quick. Nobody even notices you. If you stab him in the ass, you can't get done for it. That's right, because it's why. I can't remember why. <laughs> All right, okay. there's some bible. You, you need to know. You need to know the reason why. And you need to define what's arse because upper thigh doesn't count as arse. Asshole, does that count? Or is it you, right you can't arse? get stabbed if you just get. Uh, you, can't, you can't. You can't die if you just get stabbed in the arse cheek. You stab them right in the sciatic nerve. They bounce right up. They, they they'll fly ten feet in the air. Honestly, try it. Something. Really? Yep. See if you stab them right in the sciatic nerve. They'll literally bounce like a cartoon. Pew, right in the air. Oh, I could just like a fun game. Yeah. Would they kill them? I probably, probably oh, yeah, and also there's I don't have any proof that that's actually what happened. <laughs> so there's me arresting. <laughs> Scott told me that if I stabbed him in the sciatic nerve, he'd jump into the air and it'd be hilarious. <laughs> not funny anymore, guys, is it? Not funny anymore. <laughs> but I the interviews because he's so fucking open about it, and I'm not glamorising it at all. Yeah. He's still a scumbag. He's still he's dead. That's the best yeah. place for him. And the guy that wrote the comic says. Which the first day he killed somebody that's when all sympathy stops because yeah. he's a coward if he had those feelings and couldn't control them he should have turned a gun on himself or a gun he should, he should have shot himself he should have took himself out or went to someone and go right, right to like psychology having, work or something and, and yeah, I'm dealt with these it. feelings and I can't control it not still kill 17 innocent people yeah it's fucking fascinating right? I actually well, think he's more one of the most interesting Serial killers I've ever read about. Yeah, I'm still really? going to. I'm still going to like kind of look up and read up and stuff like that because we um launched did into a serial killers and for our Christmas one year one of the gifts I got was like a serial killer collection of DVDs, and then I was telling her that we were doing this and she's like oh I've my DVDs damaged one of them I says I know and she says I've gave it away to a pal. So it's all brilliant. So then, so I've we've not got back yet. So I didn't even get to watch that. But we should just get them back because it's got like the usuals on it. I think Gacy's on it. Uh, Berkowitz and um, Alien Alien Warnos is on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Dammer's one of them, and he does seem very interesting. Um, well, the the whole the story seems interesting. He's because horrible. he's so fucking depraved. He, he ate folk. He kept the body parts. And when did the his? cannibalism start? Like when? I don't. That's, uh, that's, I'm not. I, I can't remember. Is that just it. is that just part of the whole general stuff? Like he just like when he's pouring acid in their heads, he's cutting off bits of their, their arms and I, stuff. I don't know. Yeah, Stone Phillips says so. Why? So why cannibalism? Is it? I just wanted that to feel like they were a part of me. I just I wanted to keep a part of them. I wanted them to be with me that's why he wanted to control he wanted somebody there with him because he was lonely so he's like he's pouring acid in, in the holes in their head he's, his penis is up their bum so he's <laughs> in them and he's slicing off bits of them eating them so they're in him yeah, so this is a whole big circle yep it's like one of those um, trippy cartoons where they all just melt in each other it's like, actually exactly what Walt Disney was even for with the Lion King yeah well, that's what I thought yeah that's what I was exactly what I was thinking so in a way it's kind of beautiful it's all a circle <laughs> of life isn't it <laughs> that's exactly what it is <laughs> do you know when John's playing the address today he's just trying to get you tickets in it. I'm so up for going but it's like 80 quid I um, genuinely think that the, the booking agent for Excelsior Stadium's like yes you'll never believe what I've done I, but what? He's, I've paid Elton John 20 grand to play here it's like what? <laughs> the I, Hydro only paid him 10 I, I believe that um, Elton John will drive through Airdrie's bus and think what the fuck are we 
Well, we're going to be there. We're going to be there. Just shout, screaming the lyrics to Tiny Dance. When is it he's playing? Because uh, I want him to play... Um, sometime next year. I want him to play Step Into Christmas because it's the only Elton John song I like. I and I hope he put, It's the best Christmas song that was ever, ever written. And I hope he puts on this around glasses and brandages Watford FC season ticket <laughs> like he does in the music video. <laughs> it's totally irrelevant, but he's, he must be on so many drugs when that, when that song came out. Uh, Aye, so, I mean, is that is that Dana then? No, absolutely. You still got more to say? <laughs> Fucking honest. Good. <laughs> no, uh, you can find out all you want about them on YouTube and Google and the fuck. Yeah, in fact, the FBI files, it's like 10,000 documents are all in the public domain now. Really? Go on and read See, everything. I mean, that sounds really interesting, but it's also a fucking shit ton of stuff to read, and yeah. I don't think I've got the time or the patience. I think it. I want somebody else to do it and then just show me all the juicy bits and just tell me that's the bit to read. Then I view then because um, his dad wrote a book when, just before Dahmer died and they talk about it in an interview because it's the first time Dahmer's ever heard his dad's feelings and things and he's like, eh, his dad talks about how he used to have kind of murderous feelings at times, like he had dreams where he murdered folk and he was a bit of an arsonist, like he really liked fire but only writes this in the book and then they thought for a bit that maybe he passed son genetically down to Dahmer like he had the dreams and then the son acted it out but then they're saying how much how much can you actually put do you ever think though that, that everybody's got kind of some kind of murderous deviant feelings they're just fear to admit to them in case people look at them and, and so you say I, I bet you know sometimes I think about killing somebody or, or like having really really depraved sex with somebody and then they're, and then they're fear to say it loud because the other person's got to go oh I don't feel like that but and that other person's in the head thinking I fucking totally feel that I'm not saying it loud I'm going to make fun of this guy I mean I'm not saying I'm not saying that I do I'm just saying that maybe some people do Everyone, everyone feels it. If something happens to you, you want to hurt somebody. Well, everybody's got, every, everybody definitely gets that whole, I could kick that baby. Thought, you know, they're walking <laughs> down the street, you know? You know when there's a baby walking in front of you, you just think, I could kick that. Or like, you I've could genuinely just, never thought Don't you? Yeah, yeah, you have. Or you're walking <laughs> past, like say somebody's walking away from like, the fast food counter and you just think, I could throw their tray right off their hands. You just get this urge to just like, do something stupid and crazy. It's certainly it says, if you ever get the urge, just like, like as you're driving, just like, just mount the curb and drive out of folk. And I like all the time, like, <laughs> more often than I probably should. But I would never act it. But there's times so if somebody cuts me out in traffic, I'm so fucking angry. I'm like, oh, I could kill them. But I don't actually envision me killing them. I'm just like, I just want to hurt somebody. That's why I punch them. But I don't do it. Good. I've got the control. For now. Yeah, for now. <laughs> I'm 26 now, though, I think. It diminishes as you go older, like I, a sex drive. If I was going to be a prolific serial killer, like a, a good gene. And by good, I mean like an interesting one that's a fascinating one. I think you need to be younger. When you start getting older, it's like, oh, he's just a creepy old man. If you're young, it's going, oh, that guy's fucking, the, just, he's evil. He's the evil epitaph personified. Of, of evil cool. Aye. So I've got like two years maybe. Yeah, and then aye, if you do something deviant, when you're, are you talking about killing fucking that? Because then you just become Albert Fish and he's just weird looking. He's fucking everything weird. Needles in the pee-pee. Yeah, the pee-wee, just a little monkey. Uh, I think, whereas you've now crossed that stage, you know, the creepy old bastard stage, so... I, I just, I just, like, spend my time having kaiwanks in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> the best stuff to you see Johnson's No More Tears, <laughs> because then if it splashes up into your eyes, it's fine. <laughs> it doesn't mix with the real tears. That's my, that's my life, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> It's not actually, it's a character in Patroon. I'm seen. <laughs> uh, I, I actually worry sometimes that if anyone close to me went missing, 
I would be looked at as number one fucking uh, what's suspect. It called? suspect because there's things I say and joke about and Lena and fact she was telling you in Spain when people yawn in front of me I don't yawn and it's meant to show that you've got no empathy if you don't yawn whereas I've got loads of empathy for people that I like <laughs> I don't think I think that's a that's a fallacy or one of those kind of made up things I don't think it's scientifically researched that yawning's does anything to do with empathy according to me nah I think, so, they're, I think they're at it I do, I do shout at that, but and there's things like I've read that a uh, complete guide to what's it called the sociopath book. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and read it, and I'm reading things, going, "That sounds like me." See, but people also read their star signs every day and think, "Oh, that's totally relates uh, to me." You, you relate to the wee bits, yeah. and then you completely overlook the fact that it goes and whatever it, it makes some point that's fucking so much unlike you, but you don't even think about that. No. And do you know I think it's funny that what I do in work see for sitting and somebody says I'll go and read my stars out I say what stars are you and they say Sagittarius and I'll read them out Libra and then just see if they notice do they ever notice no well no. oh, that's totally relates to me I ain't gonna do that <laughs> what if what if they said like they said Libra and Libra star sign was you are going to have an accident today stay away from water and you read Sagittarius which is like you're going to find love and then she leaves work and she goes to the pond and drowns. Hell, Minda, because if she did so stupid with uh, star signs, she would have drowned anyway. No, because she would have stayed away for water. But, um... What if there is actually something in the star signs and you're fucking up? There's not. You do, there's you nothing know? in the star signs. There's nothing and there's no future. No fate that we make for ourselves. Who said that? I don't know. Terminator. <laughs> no, fair enough. <laughs> When's all our games done? It was, uh, who's the guy? Who's the guy that the that John Connor sends back to Shaggy's mall? Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, that's the Terminator. It's back to save. How does it work? Remember, remember in the in the Terminator, the original Terminator. Aye. John Connor sends back the the guy who's essentially his dad to Shaggy's mall. Uh, okay. Whatever his name is, he says no fate that we make for ourselves. Right, in case in case you get anybody that's like a stickler for the, for like the the definition goes on and says oh uh, you said in episode uh, twenty six that uh, the Terminator went back in time and uh, said no fate will we make for ourselves but in actual fact it was uh, Kyle Reese that said no fate for you make for yourselves <laughs> just so you know if you're one of those guys stop listening yeah. <laughs> don't stop listening actually give us five stars then stop listening tell us where you are and we'll come and pick you up with our bills. <laughs> And get stabbed with the swords <laughs> that we buy from Victor Morris. That's your stabbings. <laughs> so, what else has been happening in your life? Recently, in my life, in terms of um, watching stuff from the telly and that, um, what have I watched? Oh, I watched a movie called Don't Blink, caught it on Sky Cinema. I actually wrote a review on it and stuck it up on our WordPress. If you follow any of us online, you can see that we've, we stuck it up. And the boy for Christmas stories, that word, he was there, uh, he chatted back and forth to us. But the movie was. was good and interesting just the, the, the end that's the only thing I mean I don't know if I came across in the review that I really enjoyed the movie just the last literally the last five minutes I was just not impressed yeah, with it no well, you said Mina Savari's in it she is and she liked her comments she did and retweeted her name probably by accident because it was just she was talking to her pal that she worked with yeah but that gets me one step closer to Mina Savari and she was I enjoy always uh, American Pie Babe and so, American Beauty yep I can't look at her without picturing her naked in a bed of roses. Mm. The chocolates. Not actual rose petals. Yeah. <laughs> I sometimes <laughs> cross over <laughs> fantasies. <laughs> um, what else has been happening? We started a fantasy football league and I have been doing absolutely shite for two weeks. I did excellent the first week and fucking terrible last and week. And this week it's me versus you and you're going down because I'm projected to beat you. 
we could do that as a thing. See, we, every week or something we film a video and it's me and you, Scott versus Liam, at some challenge, like foosball. Or remember we were going to do that remember we were going to do, actually do Scott every, versus Liam every we say in this podcast we're going to I know and in fact actually, we should probably just tell you is that we're, we're sacking our serial killer season because actually having to do research to in, in, in depth of these characters is more work and time than we've got so we're just going to go back to watching a couple of movies and then just chat and shite uh, we'll, we'll leave this serial killer chat to people who've got much more time and do it better than yeah. we do like this, this stuff's fucking fascinating oh it's, oh, it's very fascinating we work full time jobs. No man. We've got social lives. Social lives to an extent. To an extent. <laughs> but we've always got fucking things on. See, finding even finding the time to sit down and watch a movie's getting fucking rare and rare now. I know. I've got to go to bed at like half nine because the past two days I've been up for the gym at five and well six in the morning, but I took up at five, so to be in the bed in bed, not fucking nine or ten, so I'm up for that, and then by the time I come home, fucked. Go back to bed again. <laughs> so tonight I've told them I'm not going to the gym tomorrow so I can stay on which one of the DVDs. I get, that's what when I'm working. I have to get up at six to start work at half seven to then not come home to go up past eight the following that, that night. Right, alright then. It's long shifts, you know. But what you're it's doing tough. what you're doing for the world is is good. I'm doing fuck all for the world, man. I'm just fucking existing until the world goes to shit and then I can survive and prep and become a leader or a You'll become a leader. I will. Someday they'll steal all your stuff and you'll be fucked. I'll be the leader of me, Lauren and Bailey. No, you won't. I will. Bailey will be the leader of you, Lauren and Bailey. I was and thinking it'd be so your ter- bodies. You know the worst thing is as well, because so, Bailey barks so loud that if it was the end of the world... You'd get caught. We'd get caught. And you've told us where all your stuff is, so I'm going to get you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't actually. No, I... Um, I just, I mean, I, I just think it would be good if the world ended because I'm fucking sick today. Yeah, I'm fucking s- people, <laughs> shit. Oh, this fucking episode got bleak. <laughs> uh, have you, have you been doing anything this week, when telly wise, watching movies or whatever? What have I watched? What have I watched? No, I downloaded NHL 17 for the PlayStation, mm. and I've been putting my hot dogs at twelve dollars a hot dog. My beer is up to fifteen dollars a beer. Try to build my franchise, but I've why, why you not just fucking play hockey? Because this is the most important thing. So I've cleaned, I've upgraded the toilets in my stadium, but my fans aren't really happy because they're much paying for hot dogs. Bank, fuck it. I'm I giving you, I'm giving you games. Yeah, how much are your hot dogs? $12. 12 dollars a hot dog? Fuck and that. I only for like one or two dollars a hot dog. What? Yeah. Go and make money. But the franchise right. profit's fucking nearly through the floor. It's kind of like, it's, but you know what it is? It's kind of, can you sell french fries? Aye. Right, do you, ever, do you ever play um, Theme Park World or whatever it's called? Because what you used to do was you would sell your french fries and make them super, super salty and make your juice really expensive. No, that's real life. I don't actually think it works like that in the game. I don't think, they, <laughs> I don't think these some characters go, oh fuck, that's salty. I no, they do. Think. Well, they did in Theme Park World, aye. And because you could make their juice really expensive because they were all desperate for thirst, thirst. otherwise they were just like turning inside out with osmosis. Eh, <laughs> 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 uh, But watching... Uh, I don't think I watched anything. I watched um, West of the World, the original. After you were talking about it, well, we were talking about Sky Atlantic last it's week. Uh, well, well, it was on. It's on on demand as well. I think because the um, the TV shows coming, the new updated TV right. shows coming, and uh, I'd never heard of this movie before, and I watched it, and it was. I was going to write a review on it, but see, after I watched it, it was it was good. I really thoroughly enjoyed it, but it was, there was no words ready to come out. It was. I, I don't. Know, I, I think that's why I couldn't make a living as a writer because I couldn't. I can't force the words out like that. I need to feel them come out. 
Well, in any reviews I write, that's why they're so sporadic. Any reviews I write, it's because as soon as I watch it, I'm like, okay, and the, the words just come bailing yeah, out know straight away. But I, I can't, I can't watch it and then force one to come out. So, so <laughs> sometimes it's like my jobbies. You know? <laughs> I knew, I knew that's where you were going with that. <laughs> sometimes I can just see it in your eyes, just a fucking fall of man. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not, I actually, I need to, I've got fucking hundreds of DVDs that I bought that I need to watch. I need to get back into it. I've just, I've dropped away because I've been trying to do other stuff, which I don't need to do. I can't even remember what, I mean, what, I don't even, what day is this today? This is Wednesday. Wednesday. And I'm working for a couple of days. I'm sure there's stuff on the weekend. We've still got at least two movies to watch for, for the Sorry. next recording, which is we're going to be doing soon. It's, we're getting ready, gearing up for a, another special guest episode. In fact, we might even draw that closer if we're not doing the serial killer ones. I just do that next week. We might, we might do. Aye, we've, got, we've got a special guest coming that um, we're excited about, so hopefully it'll be a good episode. I'm looking quite forward if to you, it. If you're into your horror and you're into your podcasts, I think you'll be quite excited yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, you're essentially listening to the breakdown of Scott and Liam's world right now. We seem so depressed, but we're not. We're fucking. It's the post-holiday blues, but it is. We're still trying to pick ourselves up to the next, um, the next fun event that will happen, which probably is Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we have a Halloween party again. Oh yeah, Halloween parties is good. I was sick everywhere the last Halloween mm. party. Fill my bath. Like that's <laughs> right oh, that's right that's so isn't it and I bought the smoke up. machine and just completely filled your, your, your living room up so we might not have a Halloween party again we'll see uh, but no we need to get back into we need to get back into this yes and fucking have fun with it and do the movies we want to watch because I, I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves with the serial killer thing yeah I think so we put a lot of pressure on ourselves in the serial killer thing and we put a lot of pressure on ourselves with um with hoping that you, like people, you guys out there are, are listening to us because we're getting some listens, you know. But it's not like it's like. Do you know what it's like, right? It's like this is this is, this is one thing I was wanting to talk about as well because this is something that's kind of annoyed me. Is if you see any of the reviews for Blair Witch because that's it released, Aye. right? I've tried not to read any reviews because because everybody and anybody can write reviews these days online. You fear that some of them get spoilers in them mm-hmm. because. Like I'm writing reviews, putting them up, and we're writing reviews and putting them up in that WordPress. We've not had any, like, other than higher English, I've not had any kind of proper writing experience. So there's plenty of wahoos out there writing reviews, sticking them online that are just spoiler filled. So I'm avoiding them. Um, but I've read some headlines, and the headlines are opening weekend box office low, Lionsgate will not touch Blair Witch again. People, and then like the the the, the written headline for that against the, the, the Facebook page for I can't remember which horror reviewer it was said you you did this like talking about the audience like the mm. people I was thinking fuck you I didn't do this I've had stuff <laughs> on just because they released it on Friday doesn't mean say that I'm going to, why are you putting pressure on the, the, the production studios that it needs to be that first weekend if they make money back overall yeah, then it's a success end of that, it doesn't matter this whole open weekend plus horror is a niche market you can't even put it up and say but Avengers made 25,000 million over the top of what they spent I fucking of course they did of course they did. Kids and fucking everyone. Exactly. Horrors are niche market and, and also open weekends. People, I mean, if I had something on this weekend and still got stuff on, still try to find time to go and see it, surely it'd been a massive cross-section of people. I know I know a lot of people will go straight out to see it. I want to go straight out and see it, but, but the stuff was in the way. Surely there will be a lot of people who will go straight to the cinema to see it. There'll be a lot of people who will, who will download it in this day and age because that's just how the world is. But there must be a lot of people who genuinely couldn't make it on that first yeah. two or three days that they count this this open weekend pish. Still got to be in the cinema for at least another two weeks 
if it makes his money back it's what success I mean yeah. and, and, and box office flops are bullshit anyway I mean Shawshank Redemption was a box office flop and one of the best movies ever yeah um, so fuck you yeah. <laughs> everybody <laughs> out there that reviewed it and said that in box office flops right, that's we, me done that's my rant over we put pressure on ourselves and we don't need that shit no we don't see what we want we'll talk about Bundy see what we want we'll talk about we're not right I was now, actually thinking let's just talk about fucking funny because who else we could talk about was um, Ivan some or other that, is that the chess board killer the Russian guy no, no. it's the uh, the guy who is based on Wolf Creek Right, because okay. I started reading about him because I was watching a TV show and apparently the movie the original Creek movie is based on a guy with a different name because he actually kidnapped some people and done whatever he done the Ivan guy was also in Australia and he murdered like 12, 13 people yeah. so what they've done in the movie is took the events from this other guy that made the other serial killer the, the, the bad guy so you mean if they've merged them together yeah, yeah. if you will and um, but apparently the writer for Wolf Creek had wrote the story and had the idea already and then like then the guy was arrested and he's like holy fuck that's my that's my story and then took so then took all the, yeah. the real facts and put them together which obviously worked because you put based on true events and it's I would start questioning that guy <laughs> I, 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 I yeah. can you about it you don't just fucking write shit like that no but yeah, I think you do write stuff like that you, you, you definitely do See anything I've ever wrote, if it actually happens in real life, I'll exactly. There you go. The most disturbing thing. I'm actually writing something now. There's a the you know the Undead Labs um that done that State of Decay the Xbox yeah. game that I love that's like proper just down the wilderness. It's an open map zombie killing game. Well, so it's got a zombie in it. You've got a hard one. Yep. So it's the um, <laughs> so they've put up on Twitter uh, and it was a competition for writing about fifteen hundred words and it was I can't remember the the basis for it but I think it was like survival or lone survival or after the after the dead or whatever it's called and you had to write this kind of story of survival or how your character survived so I've started writing it and it basically well so far it's good it's seven characters that, that come in here me Lauren you Lena and then we meet a dad and two kids in a gas station do you use my real names? yeah I hope I'm getting some sort of fucking royalty for you're right there they know you I'm just being told so be happy you also die in it in a very horrible horrific way oh that's quite cool how yeah. would you like to die I've not written your, your death yet you can be, it can be disgusting mm. can zombie can bite your dick off or something my, my tiger dick your big tiger dick you can, swing all, the, you can swing the zombie about and kill a couple with your, with your yeah, tiger dick but as, then, long yeah, you, as long as you write it in that power slams a folk <laughs> with my Chinese tiger dick right. then I'll, I'll happily die anyway and I won't charge you for royalties right are you, are you using my second name? No. Mm. Why well, you have to charge for that? I might um I might take your name out of it. Since you're no, I don't. Because because apparently the stipulations for this competition is when you send it uh, to Undead Labs, they take all rights and responsibility and all ownership of it from then on in. Which I'm sure I think, because I started writing it and I'm thinking, actually, I'm doing quite well writing because I've always wanted, uh, been, I've had ideas for stories but never known how to start them. And I've started powering through this thinking, I'm getting somewhere pretty quick with this. I'm thinking maybe I'll just keep it's it myself. It's because it's on your head and you, you want to get it out, just fucking keep going. I'm essentially just writing what I want to happen in life. I'd like it if I ate the, you say there's a father and a son? Aye, it's the father and the son we meet in the gas station, a father, a son and daughter. Right, I'd like it if the father comes in, I've ate his son and the dad kills me. Right, and this is before you're a zombie? Just, just oh, I can't get less. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can be human or a zombie, it doesn't right. matter. Okay. I forgot we're talking about zombies. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I just saw that me, a man and a boy in a petrol station thought, what is the, what's the name it's of just it? Just says the last Friday, this is the last Friday night, isn't it? Woo! <laughs> 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 uh, so, do I give out some shout-outs? Uh, shout-outs is, uh, as always, to some of our favourite podcasts. I mean, uh, shout-outs to the Come and Get You podcast. Their recent episode is in Silence of the Lambs, which is, you know, an absolute classic. Definitely worth a watch. But I've uh, listened, but I've also been uh, downloading some other podcasts because I've been looking to see which ones are good. And there's one called uh, We Alive, right? Mm-hmm. Now, this uh, is a kind of series, if you will. Mm-hmm. So it's like an episode rather than just like a discussion. So it's scripted and right, it's okay. about uh, survival in a zombie apocalypse. So I'm going back to that again. But Jesus it's like Christ it's like a, it's like a story. So it's, you know how like in Radio 4 when they do like the archers and that, it's kind of like that. And it's about people surviving zombie apocalypse. So it's, uh, how, how can you still find zombie apocalypse is interesting? Because they've not happened yet. I bet everything has been done time and time and time again. And I'm fucking sick of zombies. I'm sick of what, what do you love? Eating wee boys in petrol stations. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm told they've oversaturated the market with that. Then, uh... Exactly. Because <laughs> I'm the only person that thinks about it. Do you know what? The only zombie thing I'll actually be excited to watch is if they do a TV series on Crossed, the comic. Did they give you that? Have you read it? No, I, I bought some of them. I, it's, um... it's so fucking dark. It's so <coughs> fucking... It's fucking mental. But like, TV programmes will never do that. Like when a guy's fucking the blowhole of a dolphin. Yeah, he's chopping his dick off and slapping fucking that about with it. If that comes on TV, I'm all for it. I'll fucking watch it religiously. But until then, stop with the zombies. But you never know, that might come on TV at some point. Just stop with the zombies, do something a bit different. Hmm. Go back to old classic monster movies. We've not had a good... Monster movie in a while because because mo- because they're boring now because it's too you, you need to be boring. Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead. They, those are good. Those All are good. Dead. They're, they're good. It's now it's became the new fucking teen vampire thing. No. Aye. True no. Blood. True Blood was good. Shit. What's that other one? What's the what's the movie? Uh, Twilight. Twilight. All that shit. Just For a thousand years. Uh, Miss you for a thousand. Just come more. on, do something, do something different. Let's let's jazz it up. Give us something new, something we've not seen. Well, that's that's what everybody's obviously trying to do, but um. Well, stop fucking using zombies. I'm not telling you zombies. I'm just not annoyed that they are. And uh, we'll also give a shout out to our podcasting friend Rachel. I mean, we know you're going through some stuff right now, but you know you've got friends all over the world, and whatever your next podcast adventure is, you know you've got some listeners on us. And. We're gonna get you on soon. Yeah. For uh just a piss up. A piss up and It's gonna be having special guests coming out of fucking ears, aren't we? Yeah. It's brilliant. Fucking brand Can't wait. Well people can talk. Yeah. Because me and you can't carry this for we now. Can't right? carry this as we struggle. <laughs> <laughs> this is so demanding on us. And a shout out to anyone else if we've been interacting with you online. Uh, if we've been talking to you, if you've been talking to us thanks very much thanks for still listening thanks for giving us feedback thanks for going on iTunes and making us five stars hint hint and as always you can get us online on Facebook and uh, search for Scotland versus Evil you can get in the page and the group uh, on Twitter at Scotland versus and email us with your suggestions and your feedback and anything you want to tell us at Scotland versus Evil at hotmail.com and again we'll see you guys next week <laughs> cheers adios <laughs>